Welcome to What Crisis? Fully living in your midlife and beyond. I'm your host, Dan Johansson. What Crisis offers insight and guidance on living an intentional life for people who find themselves on a journey of growth in their middle years. Is there a crisis? Absolutely. The crisis of realizing you're literally on the backside of your life and you haven't truly been living. Whether you're looking to grow into a better version of yourself or to find or strengthen your loving relationships or maybe just learn how to give yourself the permission to lead a purpose-driven life with joy and grace, you'll learn something new every episode. So come along for the ride. Okay, so here we are, working on accepting that a midlife crisis is actually a good thing. We're prioritizing ourselves, our own happiness, and how we live our lives, being selfish. But this is a positive selfishness, one that prioritizes our happiness and joy so we can be a better partner, parent, friend, and in everything we set ourselves out to do. But, my friends... There may be a cost, compromises to make, boundaries to be set and held. As you evolve and change, there'll be a few parts of your life you'll either notice is changing or parts you'll want to make changes to all on your own. These are things like your circle. Who has access to you? It also includes the things you prioritize in your schedule, reevaluating what's really important to you. And it'll also start to become clear what is truly acceptable to you and what no longer serves you. Your circle is a big place to begin, so we'll start there. When we think of our personal relationships, this usually involves our romantic partner, if we have one, friends, family, maybe co-workers. How do we define what's important with the people we engage with? Let's do a word association and see where that gets us. We want to be heard, seen, respected, understood, loved, and maybe more. And these things, though, they should be reciprocal and mutual, right? Because one of the places we need to look at a little deeper is the reciprocal nature of relationships and what that means to us. While we should always strive to offer things like acceptance, kindness, and understanding, without the expectation for them in return, we surely value and prioritize the relationships that naturally offer it in return. These are the people in our lives that should be our priority, the people who are in it with us, even if they don't fully understand us all the time, or perhaps not just yet, but they're curious. And that's a nice big green flag. You know, There's a saying that's rooted in religion that says, love your neighbor as yourself. That's a big one to really think about for many of us since we're still learning how to love ourselves properly. Hmm. But assuming you're working on it, I know, since you're here. Listen, the sentiment or commandment, if that's your belief system, is full of loving intention from a 10,000 foot view. From a good, bad, black, white, binary view. Sure, it makes sense. We're all in. But in the practical reality of relating to another human in a real relationship, there is how you want to be loved, how you 
want to be loved. And then there's them. Perhaps what love means to them is different than what it means to you, or at least how to love or how to be loved. Here's an interesting take. What if we allowed ourselves to be curious and generous in how we relate to the important people in our lives and find out how do they want to be loved? What makes them feel comforted or happy? What makes them feel safe? What brings out the best in them? I'm pretty sure it'll be at least a little different than what does it for you. And of course, expressing your needs in this same way is so important. This indeed is about reciprocity along with mutual understanding and respect. This is how we find ourselves back to boundaries again by sharing them, talking about what's important. You know, boundaries are something that many of us were never taught at an early age. Boundaries that we and others set are a roadmap to how we want to be loved. They're not the blockade that the word implies. I guess maybe unless you ignore a boundary set by someone. Then they're a wall. They're one of those, I told you what I needed and you didn't listen type of justifiable wall. But when they're offered, it is literally a gift, a guidebook for how this person that you care about feels safe, feels wanted, and feels loved just like they are for you. Let's look at love and relationship a little deeper and think about what it really is. Now, this could be romantic in nature, but it surely also includes friends and family. Love should simply be the source of our greatest joy, beginning with love for ourself and extending outward. So let's look at these three sources of loving relationships, romantic relationships, friendships, and family. But today, our focus will be on family. You know, our families can be a source of joy, pain, and everything in between. Family's the one group of people we're supposed to love and live with unconditionally, right? Perhaps, or at the very least, if we're being honest, maybe there are some asterisks. How does this manifest? We will often, if not always, give our family much greater latitude in how we relate with them. We'll accept behavior from a family member with a, well, you know, they're just like that, or they mean, well, I know they love me, but, you know, far more latitude than we may offer any other group of people. But what? Shouldn't family have at least some of the same requirements and boundaries that we'd set in any other relationship? Of course they should. It's not always that easy, but it's no less important to your state of being to your happiness. We're often taught from birth that family is our one and only real tribe and that this must be unconditional love. And because it's different from relationships where we choose the other people, we often believe we have to accept what might be unacceptable for you. If you're struggling with someone in your family, the best thing you can do is thoughtfully and with love say so. Share with them. Tell them that when they say or do whatever it is that pushes you sideways, that it does, and offer them the chance to hear you, and if they're willing, to meet you there. If they choose to, then perhaps you've started a healing journey with them, 
if they deny or push back, perhaps that's the message you need to hear from them, much clearer than you might expect or have hoped. But at least then you can give yourself the permission to act in your best interest. You have control over that at every turn, even if control means putting space between you. So, what to do? In my development work, I learned about the concept of closing the circle with people in your life, being brave enough to tell them that how they treat you, perhaps how they talk to you, or how they show love, is difficult for you. That you've been living with expectations that you put on them to be a certain way, love you a certain way, instead of accepting them for who they are and how they love. Or sharing with them how you need to be loved and that you want to release them from those expectations. Let's say it's a family member who talks down to you. This might look like, hey, when you say these things and talk to me this way, it's hurtful. And I keep expecting that you'll realize what you're doing and expecting you to change. But I have to accept that we're different. We show love differently. And in doing so, I need you to accept that I can't be in a healthy relationship with you unless something changes. And then you listen. It's an opportunity to share. What you're doing is opening a door to talk about your relationship from a perspective that I'm guessing you never have before with this person. And sure, it can be awkward, if not uncomfortable. But I promise you, if they are reasonable, this will bear great fruit between you. If they aren't, then perhaps what you need is a lot more distance to find better balance. It's your choice. It's your choice. You know, it's often the things that go unsaid between people that cause us the most heartache in both directions. If you're not speaking up, then you're likely hoping or expecting that someone will change someday, but they won't. We resist change as people if we don't see consequences or we don't understand an alternative or a reason. And even then, we still may resist. But you can be assured that not speaking up will guarantee nothing will change, right? Saying nothing is a guarantee it stays the same. Let me tell you something, my friends. Pain is pain, and no one deserves to feel it from anyone who isn't loving you the way you want to be loved. So yes, even if it's family, you can put boundaries in place. You can put some distance between you and a family member, especially if you've shared what you need and find them uninterested in listening or adapting. You can set boundaries. You can put distance in between. Regardless of why anyone is, if they take away your joy, you can give yourself the permission to walk away. This is, after all, about your happiness. Offering love for the sake of the offering is the most graceful thing that you can do with another person, loving them, being understanding. And this is important, accepting them for who they are, not who they could be or should be. It's in that acceptance that you'll begin to see who and what is right for you on your journey. Not expecting, but accepting. Now that we've accepted that we're in this crisis with the goal of living a more fulfilling life, we need to start looking a little closer at the relationships that are additive to our lives. 
and those that aren't. In many cases, family is that rock of stability that we can always rely on. In others, there may be situations or individuals that rob you of your joy, whether they do so intentionally or not. It's up to you to understand this and decide who and what is best for you. Because, as we'll keep discussing, a strong and happy you makes for a great and joyful friend, lover, or family member. We'll talk more about friends, our circle, and the joy of our tribe in the next episode. See you then. Hey, thanks for listening and spending part of your day with me. If you like what you hear on the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're so inclined, since you like it anyway, please leave a kind review. For more information, follow me on danjohansen.com where you'll also find a link to my brand new book, The Way In, which is out and available right now.